is done And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Man, there seems to be a lot of monster trucks driving around my house now. It's <laughs> it's Monster Truck Fridays oh, season, look, I guess. You're going to get the first segment. You just went right underneath me there. <laughs> Is the first segment about monster trucks? I, I love it, yeah. <laughs> No, my dream is to I I I saw like a monster because there's a lot of monster trucks on my street. I don't know why. It's fun fun, I guess. But I saw I think I posted in our chat a few months ago. I saw a monster truck van. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like an E team, like an A team van, but it was a monster truck. It kind it's of like, was gravedigger not, like, like almost. Yeah. I, I thought it was funny at the time, and now I just really, that's what I want. If I could have any vehicle, if, I had to, if they said you could pick one vehicle forever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would take a monster truck van. Because it seems you can go anywhere, you're always safe, and you're in a giant van. But, like, putting groceries away is a real, real difficult <laughs> task. Need a when you drive a van water. like that, people will carry your groceries for you. Right? <laughs> You go through a drive-in? How do you go through a drive-in? Drive-thru. That's great in general, watching big man trucks go through (laughs) drive-thrus already. Because trucks have gotten to the point where you're basically on a king-size bed floating down the highway. That's that's what trucks are now. You're in bed, floating 17 feet above traffic. I did go to a yesterday morning. I'm just picturing it perfectly. It was going through McDonald's drive-thru. Have you the double drive-thru? Have you seen this, Trevor? Maybe oh, not. I, I, the first Up time north. I hit a double drive-thru, I was mm-hmm. so scared. I didn't believe it. They're like, yeah. just order and drive-thru, and it'll be. I was like, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be the other. Yeah. And I was so nervous the first time, and now <laughs> I don't even. No, I still get uncomfortable, honestly. Mm-hmm. What do you it's mean? just not right. But what do you mean? Imagine double? being behind. A double drive-thru behind. is when you. You drive up and you place your, isn't it like you can go to either lane? Yeah, Dolphin's yeah, got it that. Splits. Yeah. Yeah. That's but new it, though, Carter. Yeah. Dolphin only got that like four or five years ago. Okay. But it's just intense when you're behind eight trucks trying to battle <laughs> for a lane and then trying to get through the tight turn after. You never yep. deviate. You always like, stay in your lane. Having to do like semi style. <laughs> Four point turns and it was scary. But then there's trucks behind me, so I couldn't get out. Do you know the best way to like do a U turn on a road if you like are in a hurry on a small road? Do you know the trick? No. Drive hard to the opposite shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like as hard as you can. And then put it in reverse and turn as hard as you can the other way, and you'll be facing the other direction like almost instantly. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that that makes sense there. My dad showed me that as a kid. That was one of his like country driving on a gravel road. (laughs) He's like, Here, you ever like gotta turn around? Do this. And he's like, I was like, (gasps) It was like so fast you turn around. And as a matter of fact, when my dad came to visit me in Flin Flon, we were on a little snowy road, and I had to do it. 
And oh, you're probably so prou- proud. <laughs> problem, and I did it without saying anything or even thinking about it. I just instinctively did it. And it was like uh, probably the proudest I think my dad's ever been of me. And like, like probably that's like our our like unity moment. We've transcended and some the to the new plane. The cradle in the Here comes the wisdom. That's that's honestly a good a good tip, you know? Every uh-huh. forty episodes, we we mm-hmm. throw one of those in. I think that's oh, good. Man. So, Brent, so much to talk about, guys. Yeah, Brent, uh, how could we even? Yes, your your kids ever like ask girls to marry them on the playground? You get complaints? No, no, yeah, yeah. But no. that's nice. Was that? Oh, um, that, that was okay. me in elementary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I yeah, think I think definitely. I might have a little Trevor on my hands here. Yeah, went to pick up Link from school, and uh, his friend and neighbor uh, gives him a big hug, and then walks back to uh, her dad and goes, "You know what, Dad? Link asked me to marry him. <laughs> he said we're gonna be married one day." I'm just like, "Oh, Link, what are you doing?" Now, he probably just knows that marrying is like your friend or something. Maybe, maybe. Like your best friend that you live with, and you're like, like seriously. Hmm. Everybody should just live with their best friends. Back to this again. I got distracted by my mind. I have a child's mind. I only know Paw Patrol. That's too bad. Yeah, I just and I saw somebody selling like the the mm-hmm. toys on like Trader's Post here, and I knew the name of the main character, and I was like, oh no! I like there was that. a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of Paw Patrol when we were in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. They're harmless, helpful dogs. Yeah, I like Paw Patrol. Could be worse. Mm-hmm. Are they though? One's a cop. They're all cops. Yeah, that's the thing I don't like. It's all it's like a cop. It's like it's a bootlicker show now. Like dogs are bootlickers, I guess. (laughs) Bootlicker patrol. I've been playing Castlevania lately. You definitely have. But we're talking Castlevania like one, two, and three for the Nintendo. So anyway, I was telling him about a, a day or two before. I'm like, oh, I just beat this game called Castlevania, and I think I'm going to take a break. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, because, you know, you just talk about your personal life when you're, like, before class, after class, you shoot the breeze, tell them stories. So I'm talking about video games to the kids, and they think it's funny that I still play video games and I'm a loser. And uh, then in in I was reading about the plot of the second Castlevania. Simon's Quest? And... Yes, and basically Dracula hits you and your back, and slowly as you get older, your back starts getting hurt right after you kill Dracula until the point where you find out you're cursed and you're going to die unless you go get Dracula back, reassemble his body, and then kill him the right way. And so I came to class and I'm like, yeah, I just read about what happened in Castlevania 2, and my back is starting to hurt, (laughs) and I just... And I just killed Dracula yesterday. In Castlevania and 1. 
Yeah, I just beat Castlevania 1, and now my back is aching, and I think I have to kill Dracula, and this kid was just, couldn't breathe, dying, because I was just being dead serious, joking around. But it's a true story. I killed Dracula in Castlevania 1, and then my back started to hurt exactly like the story, the exact plot line of Castlevania, and then I killed him, and now my back doesn't hurt. So you beat 1, 2, and 3, right? Yes, and 1 and 3 are okay, but 2 is the best. Most people disagree. Most people like one and two and don't like two. I mean, one and three and don't like two. And this is what I'm learned. I've learned about myself, Carter. You don't care. I have a speci- <laughs> I, no, I have a specific type of game that I like. I like a game that is a side scroller for most of the game. There's some level of grinding and leveling, but it still plays like an action game. It's basically a side scrolling action game RPG with like grinding and backtracking it's that's exactly what river city ransom is mm-hmm. oh, good point. exactly what zelda zelda 2 is and it's exactly what castlevania 2 is and those are like my three favorite games so and then ash i was talking to ash because like i haven't like ash and i are great friends but this is his like secret passion is video games and i don't care about video games <laughs> and so i mentioned to him i'm like i like these kind of games and he's like, what you like is Metrovania games. I yeah. was like, that's the, fir- the first one's idea. Castlevania I... Symphony of the Night for PlayStation 1. But I didn't know this was a whole genre of games. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, mm-hmm. it's like finding out that you have some weird fetish. And then, then you know, <laughs> 20 years <laughs> after, you realize there's a whole group of you out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really what it was when I googled it. I was like, oh, "This is my people. Like, this they love everything I like about video games. Mm-hmm. It's like this very specific niche thing. So that's my video game fetish." Yeah, Symphony Night, Dawn of Sorrow, all those ones after. So I'm, and I told Lisa, I'm like, Lisa, I might buy a video game. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Um, there's one called like blasphemy and one called something about salt. They're newer ones. Ash told me about them. So these are the two really good ones in the last few years. Um, so I was like, I might buy one on, on steam. You know, I might, I have a steam account that I bought just for river city ransom. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I might buy this, uh, other game. And she's like, you're Trevor. No, 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 no. I was like, what? She's like, okay, you already have like a thing and then another thing and you have like weird friends. Yeah, this is a like, big thing. Oh. And she's like, you're not f***ing playing. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, you're, you're not you're not ever playing video games. Can't like, add that to the pile. She's like, no, nope, I'm not dealing with this in my life. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? That's a that's a fair point. So I don't think I, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't. I can't open. I already make her like come to my shows and help with sound and lights and like. I can't come home and play video games around her ever, ever. You get into video and she was games. Dead was... You could be rich like me. <laughs> you heard? I told you. So I, I went. I found out GameCube games Ooh, have exploded yeah. in popularity, and I'm looking at Chibi Robo right now that Janelle bought used for twenty dollars. Now a used copy is going for $278 American. Um, all, all the games I have are all like insane. Paper Mario, This I've got two copies of it, The Thousand Year Door, and the game store in town's like, we'll give you 200 right now for it. I'm like, hmm. 
Animal Crossing, they're like, we'll give you a hundred, and that's that's one that's not very valuable. And then I was like, Oh, I have that game too. Oh yeah, I was doing a full inventory of my because uh, Animal Crossing's hot right now, mm-hmm. right? So I'm doing a full inventory of my games. I'm like, Wait a minute, Trevor! <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Trevor's got Super Strikers. <laughs> I stole your yeah. expensive game. Yeah, he's it's on no eBay way, probably yeah. right now. Oh, that's I don't even know what you're talking. Crossing. Is it yours? It's gotta be. I tried them. Maybe not. You said GameCube? Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think, would you ever imagine buying it? Yeah, because no, I, I have sure Trevor's... I, I don't know. Yeah, Carter, he does, because he has the player's guide that he didn't want yep, anymore, see? and I took it. Oh, interesting. So Yeah, yeah I did I'm... play Animal Crossing for a while. Yeah. Oh, well, oh. It didn't get out of hand? I guess not. If you bought the player's no. guide, it did. <laughs> it wasn't that big of a part of my life. It's not like SimCity. Okay. Well, I think, you know, so a lot of gamers have a choice coming up with the new PlayStation 5. Digital or disc-based? And I think Brent is going digital, hey? Once super internet arrives. Yeah, well, we'll see in 20 years from now when I'm selling my... Uh, Whatever game, crap, yeah. crap games. I <laughs> honestly believe Carter that I would never. I would. I'm gonna stay away from anything that's digital ownership now because of like people. I've heard stories of people like in your situation where like you buy something and then you update your app and you don't own the rights to that anymore, or they just remove songs from albums that you bought. And Band stuff. broke like, up. Mm-hmm. I've I've a, a, a Scottish sort of you know hardcore band, a metalcore band. Uh, they broke up. And it was a self-released on their own, you know, not a record label. And they're not around mm-hmm. anymore. And I bought it off iTunes. It's not there anymore. So I had to, I had to See, buy a CD from Europe. That should be illegal. Yeah. I still have the MP3s backed up. But if I wasn't a horribly, like, anal backup <laughs> person like nobody else is. You've got horrible anal backup. Um, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I weren't totally anal about it, there. Uh, so you're like the only. So you, I'm the only person. How many people in the world would have access to this anymore? Maybe par- someone in the band. Yeah, no, Hundreds exactly. of people. I guess yeah. there'd be some vinyl. And cassette, and but I I bought the CD off. No, this was never released on vinyl. It. On disc on Discogs, the site I bought it, you can see how many they've sold, and they've uh, sold three. Not you know, this is all just used stuff, mm-hmm. not new. They're, they're just basically an eBay for for music. Uh, they've sold. Th- I was the third copy in the last four years of that CD sold, and it wasn't on eBay or anything. Wow. So, uh, yeah, digital. Yeah, give me those discs. <laughs> no, I've heard lots of people get like, especially with rare tracks. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, all the bonus, you know, when you when you buy albums yep. on uh, iTunes, sure you still got them, but uh, you know there was fourteen, fifteen bonus songs on there, and now they're only giving you ten. And now speaking of bonuses, this is a problem I'm finding with Spotify. Yeah, is that you go to look up an album, and it's the re-release twenty-fifth anniversary one, and it's got forty-five extra songs on it. Yeah. So when you go to like shuffle. It like shuffles all these songs in it that you don't want to hear. You want to hear the album, but they don't have that version of the album. You don't want to hear the demo, yeah. So when when I go to listen, no. to them, I have to go on. If Wikipedia. I put on, if I put on Appetite, you know, I don't yeah. want to listen to yeah. the seventeen B sides recorded in a garage. Huh. I want to hear the songs on the album because it's the finished product. But Spotify's got some 
scam going on. It's probably to do with how they're paying the royalties or something. It's cheaper to own the re-release than it is the release mm-hmm. or something. At the same time, it's it, it's it's good because you know, like uh, there's um, a, a new release that's a reissue that's coming out now that's really expensive, but Spotify is going to have it all, you know. So that's nice. But no, I, I know what you mean. Every time I go to listen to an album. Uh, some of them are easy to spot because it'll say like demo, but I have to go at Wikipedia at the same time to say, okay, stop listening after 12 songs. Yep. You know, and... I found with the replacements, like you were telling me yeah. that happened to me and I started like hearing some stuff. I was like, uh, this isn't really good anymore. And no. then I was like on song 20, 26 or something, you know, yeah. of a 12 song album. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's, that's why. So Spotify, they need to add a button. Um, Maybe yeah. Joe Rogan can get on that. Sometimes they have the the album twice, you know, the twelve song one, and the yes. 10 song one. Do that. But they should have a button. Otherwise, it says play like the core album or play the enriched experience or something. Yeah, Spotify. They can have that for free. That's my free advertising. Doesn't advertise. really do any improvements. Like the, the only in the, thing in the world in general. The only thing too is is that they get rid of features. Like so, luckily on my old iPhone five S, I still have it. But when you're looking at like, uh, you know, indie pop, which is a good playlist there to find bands uh, that I like. Um, if you, you know, hold your hand on the on the, hold your finger over the song, it'll play like the chorus rather than, you know, waiting 30 seconds. So, you know, there's 100 songs on the playlist. You're going quickly through, see if anything is decent to add to your own smaller playlist yep. and then listen to. Sometimes you just maybe want to listen to like the, the chorus of the song, not the, you know. 20 second intro um and they removed that feature which i quite enjoyed so i don't know spotify you're great but you don't really try too hard <laughs> to be honest <laughs> yeah they just yeah speaking of trying hard uh mm. wwe is uh <laughs> coming out with oh. a wine line because what do you think wrestling you think fine wine right so they're coming out with two bottles types. Carter, why? This why? is just wrestling no ten years behind. Yeah, this culture is... constantly. How long is this? Like, isn't ironic. This isn't a joke. Wine. No, it's well, like TCM has a, like Turner Classic Movies has a wine line and stuff like that. You know, I guess everyone's just diversifying. Yeah, Vince so this is just, just them just trying to catch ten. up. Yeah. I guess they're, so. they're always ten years behind. So they saw that probably basketball players. I'd say about 10 years ago, you'd be hearing about LeBron and his wines, right? It seems Maybe like that they're, lines they're up. He's just about 10 years. Yeah. So you, you told me there was an Antifa up. faction in, in wrestling right now. So it seems like they're right there in current events. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, there's two. There's the Undertaker, Cabernet Sauvignon, and the Ultimate Warrior, Zinfidel. Oh, and oh. that sucks because I'm a cab sauv guy. But I like <laughs> the touching ultimate under- yeah. Is that a white? Oh yeah. No Is red. That... Oh yeah, because the Undertaker would have to be like dark red, you know, like deep, deep red. <laughs> a cab sauv, yeah, totally. It okay, actually... that, that is what it Good is. Good pairing, okay. guys. Great pairing. Mm-hmm. And Paul Bear is a little bit of cheese. 
So uh, I, I gave... <laughs> get your Paul Bear cheese, your Jimmy <laughs> Mouth of the South cheese, your Mr. Fuji cheese. <laughs> well, no, I, you know, I thought those two weren't very inspired, so I came up with my own, and I, I challenged you guys to do a little homework. And did you guys come up with a few wine varieties yourselves? Oh, I didn't see that, but I can think. Oh. I can make some pairings. Okay. Well, here I, I'll get some to uh, start you off, I guess. Brett the Hitman Heart Pinot Noir Red. No. Here, I've got oh. some here. And these are all original. I didn't find this on Twitter or something like this. Mean Gene Oak Aged <laughs> Chardonnay. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Sherry Martell. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Vincento <laughs> McMahon. Wait, what? There's Vincent. a popular. I went to t- top ten wines, like famous wines, and Vincento <laughs> was once. I was like Vincento McMahon. Carter, Carter, you're like an eighty year old man using <laughs> AOL. I googled. Well, I don't I know wines. I don't know anything about wines. Mer- Merlot. Is the only wine I know. At least you didn't call it Merlot. <laughs> yes, I'm cultured. I'm coming up with wrestling wine. Okay, the million dollar Moscato. Ooh. I like this one. The Iron Shiraz. Instead of the Iron Shiraz. Oh, then... but wait, wait, wait. Do you know that that Shiraz grapes come from that part of the world? I didn't. Yes, so there's an actual, that's oh, actually probably where from he's Iran? from. Hmm. Yeah, probably. There's like Shiraz grapes that grow there. Yes, actually from Iran. That's amazing. If somebody from the wine company knew that and knew that Shiraz grapes came from Iran and he's, that's actually brilliant. I don't know how good a terms he is on with the WWF these days. And last, they must, and probably on, least, I want to know someone knows. Trevor stole okay. my thunder. Rowdy, Roddy, Pinot Noir. Oh. Yeah. I like Mean Gene okay to Chardonnay. Yeah, that should be a whiskey. That should be a Mean Gene okayed whiskey. Yeah. I know Stone Cold's got his own beer, but they should have brought that into the, the umbrella there. That one makes the most sense. What's his beer called? Like Whoop-Ass? No, Broken Skull Ranch. Uh... <laughs> oh, of course it is. Yeah, Broken Skull Ranch. Uh, I forget. I forget if he's into uh, PLL or something like that. If you can't, if you're not allowed to game, Trevor, you should get deep into the Stone Cold podcast. I know it's a rival, but it's you would. It's just him and old buddies talking. Oh, it's magic. about time on the road. Okay, I'll listen. I'll listen he's friends with. It. He's just friends with everybody, and it's just dumb. Like, I think it, there's about not, it's about as close to Kornheiser oh. as, as possible. Okay. Problem is he's kind of stopped do doing it, but it's it's mm-hmm. good. Him and Ric Flair and Hogan and Kevin, the guys he's friendlier with, like Kevin Nash and Diamond Dallas Page, those are good. Kevin Nash good. is just an interesting. He has an interesting take on things. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a smart guy. Here's one episode not to listen to. David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. David Lee Roth's on there. Yeah, don't listen to that one. The man who was Howard Stern's leaving CBS and going to Sirius. Who are we going to replace him with? 
I know, someone with <laughs> zero radio experience, Diamond Dave, where he's just going to beat on bongos for like two hours of the four-hour time slot and have his like uncle-in-law or whatever like in the background. Like, if, Have you ever heard any of Diamond Dave's like show no. in New York after Howard? Oh, and they is... really tried to use him to replace Howard Stern. It didn't last like it lasted about like two months, I think. Like it would just I'm be shocked. like I thought it was gonna be like two days, and they just <laughs> there's like no like they, it's really rare to find anything, and it's just like guitar noodling in the background while he's just waxing poetically, and like Dave isn't a deep guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of not a deep guy, I see a lot of memes going around that think Joe Rogan should host the next debate. Because he would be the guy that uh, America needs to host a debate is Joe Rogan, the real the most intelligent man in the world there. Listen, you guys, if you won't stop interrupting, I'm going to put someone in a triangle lock. <laughs> oh, and have you ever had elk meat? What? Oh, God. Is that oh, there's so many things. He just says, like, the same six things. So I do listen to some of his episodes. Oh, it's so bad. Um, when he has good guests on, like, I'll listen. Um, he just gets completely stoned well, though an hour in. So he had Julian Frickin Assange on, who is incredibly interesting to listen to, and it was like if you had like a grade five boy interviewing him, yeah, uh, and just asking him the and it's like you know you have like this really interesting, smart person who knows what's going on in parts of, you know technology that we can't even comprehend yet you know um and you're asking him like questions about cancel culture or something you know like it's just like that's what you bring to the table like just don't talk and then like when he talks with elon musk it's just like so dumb oh it's just that like a, it's particularly bad because it's like it's like a person talking to a fly it's like why i'm like i'm only here because everybody will listen to this because you're so popular. Him but and, otherwise, him and Elon you're was, as deep was as a special. puddle. Because he was asking, like, Elon, like, coding questions that obviously, like, Elon doesn't code the autopilot on the Tesla, right? <laughs> but he was, like, ag like trying to get to the bottom of it. And it was obvious yep. that Elon doesn't He's... know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or Elon doesn't actually design the spaceship, you know? Uh, but he's, like asking like as if he did and, and elon's just sort of like giving him some platitudes and he's like oh yeah, yeah. you're so smart elon yeah how do you oh, do it like yeah how do you yeah oh man Junior's grades. <laughs>